Welcome to Music Monday, Decree in Studio. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. We are happy that you are here. Uh, as soon as we, uh, as soon as your your music crossed our radar, like over a year ago, it's just been yeah. so fun to listen to. Appreciate that. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we're we're very excited to have you in here to to hear your story to talk about your music and to uh, to learn about kind of your your natural history and everything but uh that was the song that we just heard was desperate you released it last year yeah how has releasing music during a quarantine period been um so it's been it's, there's a learning curve it was it was it was good it was a there was a lot of uh writing through zoom so there's a lot okay. of people that I could write and collaborate with that don't necessarily live here and uh um and then there was kind of a a period where you had to be sensitive to because I, I write with a lot of people yeah um co-writing so uh just see engaging what they were comfortable with were they comfortable me- meeting in person or um but uh we just kind of you know like any artist last year kind of just had to navigate through it you know yeah so uh just i know that uh, you know, as they say, the show must go on. So you can like <laughs> yeah. couldn't stop just because uh, yeah. you know of quarantine. But yeah, how much music do you think you made during that time? <laughs> um, well, so fun fact: I'm a songwriter as well as an artist. So I'm writing okay. for other people for their thing awesome. and for my thing. I don't know. I probably a couple hundred songs at wow. least. Whoa! I mean, you know, I that's. That's my bread and butter right there. It's just songwriting. So yeah, um, definitely a lot of a lot of songs. It's it's always funny too when you hear a song that you forgot about. Like you'll pull up a that session. You wrote? Yeah, you'll pull. Huh. I I was with a buddy last couple weeks ago, and he's like, "Hey, uh, what do you want to do with this song?" And I was like, I, "He just told me the title." I was like, "I <laughs> don't know what you're talking about." He played it. I'm singing on it. And I don't remember it at all. Oh my goodness! <laughs> then when it got to the chorus, like this is great. <laughs> who, wrote this? who wrote this? Who sung for me as me? You know. Uh. Um, but yeah, no, it was there was a lot of songs written last year, and uh, it was cool because it was like, um, I think with that awareness of uh, just where the world was, it just I don't know. There was a sensitivity I think that was kind of in the atmosphere that kind of steered some of the songs last year, and. Uh, I don't know. Like, um, I tried to find the good in okay. the whole situation last yeah. year. So, 
Yeah. yeah. So did you move here primarily to be a songwriter? <laughs> um, no. So I moved here to be in a band. Um, okay. I, uh, so it's so funny. You guys say my music is, uh, you know, upbeat and happy and everything. I, so I moved here. Also a fun fact. Today is actually my nine year anniversary. Congrats, um, I That's did not, awesome. I didn't know that until Facebook told me. <laughs> thank you, um, Facebook. Thank you, Facebook, Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, because I can't um, remember that stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. No, Facebook told me this morning on, on uh, in my, uh, you know, when I got on my feed. But, um, so I moved here to be in a band, which is, uh, I don't know, people will say it's taboo. They're like, don't move here to be in a band. Bring your band here. If, that, thing. if that didn't happen, Nashville wouldn't be Nashville. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I, no, I moved here to be in a band. I, I've always liked bands, man. I've always, I, growing up, never thought of myself as a solo thing yeah so yeah i moved out here and tried to and i was in two bands when i came out here uh different styles i was in a uh i was in a ccm band for a little bit yeah yeah yeah. alternative rock indie kind of thing for a little bit and um but yeah no i moved out here to to be to start a band and just to you know be awesome (laughs) that's that's really cool so uh you you've you've covered musically a lot of genres there mm-hmm. uh so when do when did you make the decision to kind of start doing your own thing and then how did you figure out okay i'm going to put out music in this kind of style so <laughs> it was kind of i always tell people it was a beautiful accident because so like i was in those bands and then uh the last one that i was in you know we kind of just hit this wall where it was uh I think for most of us, we knew the time was, it was sure. time to call it. It sure. was over. Um, and then for like a solid two years, I didn't do anything musical at all. Like I just, you know, I would sit at home and play my guitar and uh, kind of kept to myself. Didn't go out, didn't, uh, had no interest in, uh, you know, releasing and playing and things like that. And then um, I was like, and then all of a sudden, like, the, the the bug hit me again. I'm like, I, okay, I have to do something musical. Like it, I'm I'm like, it's a part of you. Dying inside. Like, what do I need to do? And uh, so I was like, well, what what is one thing I've done in my previous bands that I could apply to something else? And songwriting was always the thing that I'd done. Mm. Um, so I was like, all right, let me see what the songwriting culture is like, because I know that that's a big thing here in Nashville. And um, to be honest, I'm not like the biggest country fan. So I didn't think that I could jump into country writing cause I don't listen to enough of it to write it. Gotcha. I think, um, but I knew that there was a smaller circle of pop writers here. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and that, that was kind of a situation in itself. Cause prior to that, I'd never written or released pop music. I'd grown up listening to it and loved it, had an admiration for it, but I never, uh, had written any pop music. So the original intent was to like write songs to pitch and to give to other people. And then, um, like last year when I have all these songs, uh, a couple years back, I had a bunch of songs like, and I'm like, Oh, no one's picking these songs up. What do I do with them? Mm. And (laughs) do you put them on like a marketplace and you're like, Hey, Somebody take this. Yeah, there's different sites that you can go to that, you know, they, sh- they shop your songs. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes mm. I don't know what they're actually doing. You have doing. to make a demo and everything for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And, um, but so, yeah, I ended up with a lot of songs after, you know, a few months of just writing to give to other people. Um, and uh, it's funny. It was like this, I don't know, 
uh, sitcom, 90s sitcom moment where I'm like, uh, I'm in my room, like there's an audience in there. There's, there's no audience. It's just me. But I'm looking around <laughs> to my right and left. I'm like, I guess I'm going to be an artist. <laughs> and it was a weird feeling at first. It's like, I believe in some of these songs. I think they're so great. What do I do with them? And I was like, I guess I'm the chosen one. And um, so that's when Decree was born was okay. out of that, out of the necessity to get the songs out. It and seems like an episode of Family Matters where he becomes yes, Stefan. Stefan, yeah. And he's like, I'm the chosen. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm looking around like I'm looking for validation. There's no one in the room but me. Um, and then and then so to, to your other point, um, so I, I realized I was going to be an artist. And uh, most of the songs were pop in their foundation, but there was other things going on as far as genres. And... I, I I knew from the beginning that if I was going to be an artist, I wasn't going to stick to just one genre because mm-hmm. um, I have an extensive uh, rock and R&B background, yeah. pop, uh, you know, some Christian and gospel things in there. So I, I knew once I had become Decree that I was going to not limit myself yeah, in yeah. what I was releasing. So um, that's been the a huge – that's been awesome, like just not to – stay in a lane you know yeah yeah who are, who are some of your biggest influences growing up yeah. musical influences <laughs> this is a question that musicians love and hate because it's like you always forget somebody yeah, yeah. Like, oh, i should have said that um but uh so i grew up in detroit so a lot of motown like due to like the stuff my parents were listening to temptations yeah. diana ross stuff like that uh michael jackson probably the best music yeah. Motown. Yeah. It's like my favorite music yeah. in history. So For sure. Uh, Michael Jackson and Prince. Boyz II Men was huge when I was growing up, so them. And then, you know, there's the whole, like, MTV, like, changed my life because they exposed me. This is, like, early internet days or pre-internet sometimes. They exposed me to things I would have never have known about in, you know, my little area in Detroit. Um, so a lot of, like, the pop things that are going on there, like, you know, Britney and NSYNC and Bastard Boys, stuff like that, uh, played a role. And then later I got into, like, a lot of indie rock and college rock. I liked um, Death Cab and um, uh, Jimmy Eat World, Young the Giant later on. And, uh, yeah. And lately, uh, John Bellion, if you're familiar with John Bellion, he's, he's been a huge uh, influence in the last few years. So, yeah, um, different people than in, in pop and R&B and, and rock. And, and Linkin Park was a huge influence, too, growing oh, yeah. up, for sure. Like, they, it was weird because it's like um, growing up in Detroit, uh, you couldn't say you listened to rock because you would be like an outcast. <laughs> but huh. Linkin Park was okay huh. because they had rap. So they were there the one <laughs> exception. Huh. Everything else was like, you know, don't associate with that guy. Yeah, yeah. To, you know. <laughs> You know, seven times slumber or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. You know? How was seeing like uh, the rise of Eminem coming from Detroit when you were growing up? Oh, that was insane. That was awesome because it was like, you know, obviously he's a white rapper, which made him stand out at the beginning. But he's just like so much better than a lot of people. <laughs> so like it, it was a it was an awesome feeling because it's like you know one he's from Detroit, but two he's just like he's kind of different and it's like. You know, he's going to change the game, you know, and and uh, it's funny because I actually lived off of eight mile and I tell people that here all the time. They're like, no, you didn't. I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, it's eight miles, right? So it's, it's a very long stretch of road. Yeah. But, well, so what it is, is every 
I don't know if they run south, north to south or east to west. Somebody's going to kill me for not knowing that. But <laughs> um, each mile up is just a different number. Like there's mile oh, okay. street, then second mile, third mile, oh, you know, six mile, mm. seven mile. But uh, eight mile, though, the, one of the significant points in eight mile is that it divides uh, Detroit from the suburbs. So it's like uh-huh. across that street, you're in a, a you know another city, Southfield, Royal Oak, yeah. whatever. So um, that's I don't know if they intended for that to be a uh, a thing for the movie, but yeah. So no, I grew up, I grew up really close to that area, so for sure it was a uh, no. He was he is uh, like I I also rap a little bit, but. Um, I study a lot of his lyrics and, yeah, yeah. and how he does his rhyme scheme, and it's just crazy because it's like he'll like, like when I think of lyrics and rhyme, I think of A B A B or A B B A or whatever. He'll like rhyme within a line and at the end of the line. Like he, I don't know. I watched the whole video with him. I was like, ah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he came out with Rap God like four or five years ago yeah. and just getting it. Man, it was, it was You would insane. think it came out last year with how much you're still seeing it. Yeah. Like in other people's videos and yeah. references and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. He takes his craft very <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you started producing music of your, do you, do you produce your stuff as well? Or I, do you, I do a little bit. I, um, I do a lot of collaborating and, and writing, uh, the song we played earlier, desperate. I, I wrote that one. Um, then I had my, uh, my guy, Brian White produce it. Awesome. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm growing as a producer. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Awesome. I, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a student when it comes to sure. a lot of things. I, I want to continue growing in every aspect, but I can't call myself a producer just yet. Coming soon though. So w- with your music, where are you finding yourself as, as you know, how long, well, first of all, how long have you been releasing music as decree? Uh, the first song I released was in October of 2019. Wow. So we probably found your music like right as soon as yeah, you were releasing early it. That's on. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> so since then, you've put out many things, which I think is incredible. Yeah. Uh, where have you found yourself in the world of where you want to be? musically not not even like fan base not anything else but like musically where do you find yourself do you think you're on the right path or do, are you do you still have a lot to experiment with for kind of your style and everything um i think i am on the right path but i do have quite a bit left to experiment with i i'm kind of in the uh throw everything at the wall phase and see what resonates with people what sticks yeah um you know, because like I said, I grew up listening to all those genres and I want to be able to experiment with all that. And I mean, I think that in today's uh, day and age, it's definitely something people can stomach. You know, I, I think that, yes, you know, there's there's an appetite for artists that kind of want to do different things and venture off. Well, it's, and, it's like my playlist, like Frank Sinatra and then Michael Blueblay. I know like they're in the same like category. And then all of a sudden it's like Tom McDonald and then Linkin Park. And then Metallica, like it's just, right. it's literally everywhere in one city. Yeah. And I, I wanted to come out the gate and let people know off, off the rip that I'm not a one lane kind of guy. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, I know I'm on the right path and it's, it's funny when, um, so I have what I call an A&R team, which is basically just a bunch of different friends that I'll like, uh, screen my songs yeah, yeah. before I release them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay guys, just tell me your favorites of these 10 or whatever. In order. Yeah. 
And one guy will put us as number one, another guy will put us as ten, and vice versa. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Okay, I, I they're guess just I'm, they're just all being released. That's fine. Yeah, well, that's that, that is what ends up happening. But it is, uh, but it's interesting because it's like this song resonated with this these couple people, and this song mm. resonated with these, and it's like, you know, it, it does give me some affirmation, validation, you know. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. If this song, they like this one the most, and then this guy like this one the most. It's like okay, I'm, I'm still experimenting though. So, uh, so you know, wh- uh, what made you go from that point of okay, I'm gonna start releasing music. I mean, it's Nashville's like the land of a thousand things to do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, w- what is it about the music and the songwriting that you're like, I want to continue doing this day in and day out? Um. I think I have a good circle of people around me um, and they continue to push me to like, uh, I had a couple months where I didn't release anything and they're like, when are the new decree songs coming out? I'm like, Oh, uh, let me get on that. Like, <laughs> let me go make some more. Yeah. Let me go, <laughs> let me go get in the kitchen. <laughs> um, and you know, it's just, I think after those two years of not doing music, I promised myself that I was never going to, get to that point again hmm. um <clears throat> i feel like i was given the gift of creativity and i am supposed to share it with the world and uh, music's my way of connecting with people that uh i maybe can't connect with in conversation sure um so i don't i just i i don't know i i have to do it and um i'm i don't know I, yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's really cool uh, let's go to, uh, I'm excited. We have a, a song that is, uh, prone to release, uh, very soon. Uh, so we'll go, we'll get to that at the end, but, uh, you have a song, another song that you released in 2020 called just love you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about this song and we'll take a listen to it. Um, so I, I did this with my buddy, Josh Makala. Um, and the premise of the song is just about, you know, when you're in a relationship and you're crossing that point of it's. It's still new, and no one has said the words, I love you yet. And you're like, don't want to be the first one. You're waiting on them to say it, and then you just can't hold it in <laughs> that, at, you know, at one point, and then you just overflow with, you know. I think this will be good because literally the words with my fiance right now slipped out. Like literally slipped out of mm-hmm. me saying it, and she's like, "I caught you." <laughs> You're the first. One. Yeah, yeah. So this this is cool. Uh, so this released last year. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to this. We've been at it for a minute. If you leave it up to me, I'll say we're far from finished. Oh, girl, I know that you didn't. Step out wearing denim that's nice and fitted. Maybe we are in over our heads, and that's how we, uh huh, that's how we like it. Why know you and I both got these feelings, but why do we, uh huh, why do we hide it? I just love you in every single way. From the night until the day I just love you I know you want me to After all that we've been through I just Wanna love you I just love you 
your friends see the changes? They know that I am the reason. Although you don't want to say it. I can see it on your face when we're alone, baby. Maybe we are in over our heads. And that's how we, uh-huh. That's how we like it. Why know you? Both got these feelings, but why do we, uh-huh, why do we hide it? I just love you in every single way. Awesome. That, uh, that, that song, I, I remember that now. That was the song that we featured when we first, I think, uh, uh, kind of heard your stuff. I think as soon as you released that, we were probably like, cool, let's feature it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. a great song, man. I, I love that. that. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, since it was at, it was the beginning of my decree journey, I hadn't released too many pop songs before that, maybe two, and I was like, uh, like I'm hit, I'm about to hit the submit button on DistroKid. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but uh, people really seem to like that one a lot. A few people covered it on um, on the socials. It was, it was oh, cool. that's fantastic. Man. Yeah, it what re- some, it reached some people. Yeah. So since starting your your journey as decree, what have people really resonated with? with with you as as an artist either with individual songs or kind of like they're like you know hey we won't keep giving us more songs like what is it that you're seeing that people are like hey this is really kind of resonating with me i think um they can tell that uh you know i'm i'm telling my truth through the songs um i think that i've done music in the past where um you know, sometimes you can write a song just because you you're in a certain genre. You have to write a certain type of song. You know, it needs to sound a certain it, way, yeah, feel a certain to, way. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that with this, people can tell that I'm just doing what I enjoy, and yeah. they're they're all me. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, but I, I do say I will say I do have uh, different fan bases now. I'll say. Um, because I've, I've rapped on a couple songs. There's some people that are like, oh, we want to hear more Decree rap. I'm like, uh, okay, coming up. And then there's... Uh, Let me get back to the kitchen. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, sad Decree Boy fans. I'm like, oh, I want to hear some more Desperate type. I'm like, okay, coming up. And uh, let me just pull those out of my hat. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's it's been great. It's... Uh, it's uh, yeah, there's nothing like it, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think that's the cool thing... Um, First of all, that Nashville has this little tiny awesome pop pocket inside of it. Yeah. That's just going it's gonna, it's so gonna, well. It's going to be as big as LA's pop. It's scene. it's it's growing. It it's growing for sure and there's people like getting deals and things now like out of Nashville and getting yeah. discovered and um and uh yeah, no it's awesome. I mean, I I don't know if I could per se live in LA. My sister lives there so I visited uh, a few times, but, um, I, I, Nashville is great because Nashville is like, uh, it just gives me a sense of like, uh, maybe cause I'm from Detroit, but like this, the, <laughs> the, the, the hospitality mm-hmm. yeah. and like uh, the music scene, people aren't, um, out to get one another or yeah. envious of yeah. opportunities that you got or, you know, vice versa. They're all trying to, we're all trying to help each other and, yeah. you know, give you the formula to win as well. And I, that I, I, I love and I, I don't, I don't, you don't see that everywhere. Yeah. How, I'll go ahead. 
uh, as, as I wanted to expand on on that that pop scene. Where do you see that being in the next five, ten years here in this city? I mean, if all the people that get signed don't move to L.A. No, um, <laughs> I think I, it's just I mean, like there's so many people that are moving here, like a lot of kids in Belmont. They're also doing pop. And yeah, um, I just like he said, I see it being as, as big as the L.A. scene pretty soon. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that it's just going to it's just going to continue to grow and be awesome. And, uh, you know, like I said, I think that the fact that we're all working toward one goal, I think we're going to grow fast yeah people aren't you know out there trying to chop each other's heads off or anything so yeah we're all here to support one another yeah Yeah. i love that how has nashville defined you as an artist or helped define you as an artist um so you're surrounded by so many people that are way better than you at everything which is (laughs) humbling and then it also kind of pushes you to work harder you know like some of the best songwriters some of the best singers some of the best uh musicians um, I remember when I first moved here, um, I, I, I don't know, I described this place as a, you know, musical Disneyland. Yeah, um, that's exactly I like that. Is. I like yeah. that a lot. I, uh, I remember the, when I first came down here, I was like, I could go to a show every single night and being, oh, yeah. and being that I love multiple genres, I can go to multiple shows every <laughs> single night. And, uh, it's just, it's just great. Like just so much music and like the, the creative, uh, atmosphere that's here and, um yeah yeah i I think that's no i think that's really cool did you well i was going to transition to nashville food because (laughs) i want i want to hear your thoughts on do you do you prefer detroit pizza still or do you like some pizza restaurants here in nashville uh five points is good five points is good yes (laughs) they're good Uh, have you been to joey's house pizza i have not okay it will change your life. Okay. It's fantastic. On the list. Julius yeah. House of Pizza. <laughs> no, I mean, Detroit South Pizza is still still up there. What, what's the I'll, Detroit? I'll, what's he knows all about that stuff. I, I still forget half the time what all this stuff means. What is the Detroit style pizza? It's like the it's like the thick crust, like the um, thick crust, thin toppings. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's so like Sicilian is thicker crust, thicker toppings. Mm-hmm. Chicago is just lasagna. That's basically <laughs> what he, he knows it to a science more than <laughs> I do. And then New York is more of your flat crust. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Experience. He, he, uh, yeah. He broke it down better than I could. <laughs> yeah. But I would, that's how I would define Detroit is your thicker crust and thinner, thinner toppings. Gotcha. Thinner toppings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what about uh, Nashville just as a, as a non-musician? Uh, do you enjoy about the city? going to i mean you mentioned going to shows and everything like that uh what else in this city do you really enjoy about it is it food is it uh the you know we have a lot of outdoor stuff here what what are some of the your favorite parts about this city um let's see i uh I like, uh, so I used to live not too far from Natchez Trace Parkway. Oh, beautiful beautiful. area. It's it's really inspiring just to go out there and, you know. uh, You go over there and walk on the bridge until somebody honks at you because they think you're (laughs) jumping. jumping. Because there's so many people who have. And so people just honk all the time up there and like. But People, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really interesting compared to like other bridges around America. Percentile, yeah. it's extremely low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, but people are people afraid. Still, yeah, that yeah. Um, I mean, I like 
so like uh, the Opryland Hotel is is. Oh my gosh! I enjoy so nice. just going in there. Like I don't know what it is about that place, but it makes me feel. I don't even know how it makes me feel, but it makes me feel good. <laughs> I think it's probably the waterfalls. That's what I think. Maybe I think yeah. it's it's water because I uh, I don't know why. Like ten years ago. I heard that being around water helps people to be creative. Mm. Uh, and, and running, calm. running like, water. It also yeah. calms your nerves and everything. And so. so I think they intentionally place all of that, the waterfalls, the running water, the lily pads, the streams, everything. And, like, it does. It makes you relax. Kind of like you feel if you, if you go to a beach and you're like, you can just take a deep breath and everything. So I, yeah. I think they're, uh, but I feel the same way. I could go there every day, just walk around and feel yeah. great. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just inspiring kind of. Um, <laughs> this is, I don't know, maybe a little far left, but I, I'm a nerd. So I like McKay's. Oh, McKay's is fantastic. Once, a, once a month, a I'm there. My, uh, my parents came into town recently and uh, I had to make, like set an hour or two aside to take my dad there. And I was like, we're going to take you somewhere uh, that I think you'll like. And uh, sure enough, we were definitely there for a couple hours. I did a, vin- a video on Instagram. I'm like, oh, no, I took my dad here. We're not getting out for a long time. <laughs> Interesting. We're I love stuck, it. Stuck here. Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's like a little treasure trove because there's different things there every time. Yeah, especially can, for musicians can, too. Because you can trade things and buy things. Like you can go, you know, twice in the same week and find, a, you know, like one of my buddies, he uh, sh- uh, shot me a text once. Was like, hey, I found this vinyl here, and then I went two days later, and there, you know, it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it's a it's it's huh. a cool little spot. I love McKay's. For yeah, sure. it is for DVDs, cheap DVDs. I, uh, my fiance and I have a section, a bookshelf, like full of DVDs because we, that's what we just like getting there, like all the old 90s, 2000s movies and stuff yeah. that are like 75 cents there. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you're going to ask this later, but I, uh, so when I bring people to Nashville or like, or they're coming to visit me, yeah. one, of the, one of the things we always do is, uh, we do what we call the Broadway drive-through. <laughs> uh, you don't do the Broadway stopping. <laughs> no, no, we we drive down the street and like this is Broadway. This is this. This is that. Um, we yeah we don't park or anything. Yeah, you guys have fun. I'm, I'll pick you guys up in two That's, three yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. If this is your chance if you want to get out. <laughs> it was so funny. My wife and I we were uh, driving. Uh, we were trying to go to I think it was a record shop. Uh, it was like a month ago, and we Ernest Tubbs record shop downtown. I think so. Okay. But we didn't, or she didn't, look at the address to realize it was on Broadway. Yeah, so that's Ernest Tubbs. Oh. And it was a Saturday uh, yeah. evening, <laughs> and we turned down Broadway, and we're like, oh, no. <laughs> we're stuck in the belly of the Goodbye <laughs> Saturday evening. We are here for hours later. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, we're not going today. <laughs> I was like, I know. Honey, we're not going. <laughs> Should have done this on a Tuesday morning or uh-huh. something. But uh, no, Broadway is it's fun. I remember driving down Broadway with my friends when I first moved out here. And it's, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's like the tourist thing to do for sure to show everybody, you know, Broadway. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, when your friends get in town, you're like, okay, I, we know it's going to be a part of your experience. And then we're going to, then we're going to go show the places that that you don't know of. Right, right, right. (laughs) And honestly, I'm still, you know, like Nashville is great because there's always something new that seems to pop up. Mm -hmm. I'm always discovering something new, you know, like, or my friends are telling me about something like, where did this come from? You know, like, 
It's been under construction for four years, and you're like, oh, oh wow. that's just yeah. There. <laughs> See, we were talking about the good parts of Nashville. I don't want to say anything <laughs> negative, but since you brought that up, <laughs> you know, I uh, actually, so I actually live in Murfreesboro right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know, every time I have to do something musical, I have to drive for on the autobahn. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Forty-five minutes into Nashville. There's been a couple times where, like, I'll leave a session and it's either construction or accident or both. And I think there was one time I was in my car for three hours. Sounds about right. I, oh like, I could have watched Superman Returns the entire, yeah, yeah. like, the drive home. And, uh, yeah, Nashville, we got to do better on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> construction and traffic. Come on, guys. Do you have uh, music venues that are some of your favorites in town? Oh, my goodness. So I, it's a goal of mine to play there. Uh, the Ryman. Auditorium, mm. yeah, that'd be that's, amazing. That's a magical place for sure. Yeah, um, and then uh, is it is it the basement, the one that has the three venues? I uh, think yeah, the the High Watt and the that that Mercy Lounge. Yes, yeah. Mercy Lounge mm-hmm. has all three. Yeah, yeah, in there. Um, I've seen a lot of shows there, but I've not got to play there. So that's a venue that um, holds a special place in my heart. So those, uh, Mercy Lounge, High Watt. How is it being a pop artist and trying to push yourself for shows versus, like, country artists or things like that? Is it Um, it too different? I, well, I've never been a country artist, so I can't really tell you from that perspective. I feel like you're probably competing against a lot of country artists for for spots to to play. just Just for, like, playing, like places in town i think that the difference being um for like writers rounds and stuff you there's not there you have to go usually have to go to a specific pop writers round you Uh could show up to the regular writers round but you gotta know your audience too like yeah you know like yeah yeah, i don't know but um there are like each venue has like specific pop nights or r&b nights hip-hop nights or whatever so yeah um they are definitely there's definitely a culture shift they're definitely like even lightning 100 is playing like pop songs sometimes too oh so, that's cool um like so yeah there it it's definitely a thing that is happening um you just you know have to let them know what you do and who you are and they're you know they're they're making these things happen for sure so but yeah there's there's definitely still probably more country than anything but yeah um, like we said earlier we're growing but yeah no it's it's not as hard as you would, as it had been in years prior, you know. That's good. That's really good. So, yeah. You've been working on a, uh, a new mixtape. When does this come out? So the mixtape comes out July 9th. And um, what it is is uh, it's uh, it's pretty lengthy. It's 17 songs. Wow. Holy cow. But it's 11 songs I've already released. Okay. okay. So gotcha. there's only cool. six new songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just... A package to showcase the versatility and and that I have as a artist, um, and you know, like I, I come from the old school, uh, like I, I know it's taboo now to do projects and albums, especially as you as an up and coming artist, but the way my brain works and the vision I had, I knew I had to do a full project. So um, I know that some people will come to these songs later. And it'll it'll hopefully connect with them and affect them in a way that, um, you know, just listening to one song didn't. Just having the whole experience of song 1 through 17 uh, will definitely, um, my hope is that it it resonates with somebody, or a a lot of somebodies. But, um, but yeah, so um, I did want to say, too, traditionally a mixtape is like, um, you know, it's a hip-hop 
oriented project yeah. over when you're rapping over beats that are already out as a single. But uh, and usually it's like three or five songs, correct? Well, no, they could be pretty. Okay. They could be pretty long too. Um, uh, up in the twenties, matter of fact. Um, but I'm my project is called a mixtape because it's a mix of genres. So okay. it's not it's not very cool. It's not a mixtape because it's all hip hop. It's a mixtape because it's you know, rock decree, pop decree, R and B decree, you know? So, um, but yeah, I'm super excited about it. I, I knew there was going to be a project before, like after my first song, I was like, all right. So like the title came to me, uh, the project is called, the mixtape is called, um, the boy they left behind. Okay, cool. And, uh, that came to me after I wrote like the first or second song and I was like, okay, so how do I do this and make this happen? And, um, you talked about last year in quarantine, I actually, it was supposed to come out last year, and um, I just didn't put it out. I was like, uh, I don't know. People don't want projects now. And then, <laughs> I don't know, in the last few months, I just had a conviction to yeah. to, to do it. I mean, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll play. I'm excited to listen to this uh, Heartbreak Affair off of your mixtape. Um, but I think a lot of artists who are out right now want to uh, we've got two questions before we get to that. So um, a lot of artists right now are big into TikTok. So uh, what have you been, you know, messing with TikTok? What's your what's um, your what's your relationship with TikTok right now? <laughs> uh, so it, it was <laughs> what, the, what is the Facebook set? It was complicated at first. <laughs> um, I didn't I wasn't a fan at all. Because uh, all I saw was dancing and comedic sure. videos, and I was like, "Where do I fit in as an artist?" But I, after seeing uh, a few people like have success with music, like legitimate music, um, and I kind of realized where I could fit in. I, uh, you know, I've embraced it, and and literally, it's only been in the last month. Um, and it's it's just another tool. It's another outlet. You know, like a lot, like a lot of people are getting discovered off of TikTok. Yeah. And uh, it just helps more people to see you, you know, like if yeah. people can um, attach to your uh, to who you are, and your personality on there and uh, you can, you know, keep engaging with them, then they'll, you know, the hope is that they'll go to your other platforms and see what else you're about. And I, I've seen that happen with other other peers and friends. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm actively on there now. I can say that I um, but like with my music, I'm still kind of just, you know figuring it out I've yeah. done a different yeah. different types of content on there and uh yeah so yeah all right and uh, number two we we always ask our guests this um what would you if you could uh either bring or add one thing to nashville to make it like your perfect city what would you bring to it well, before this morning, I had an answer. I saw I, uh, you guys actually posted about it, the amusement park that may be coming. Yeah, Storyville. Yeah. That, yes. was, uh, that was going to be my answer. Oh, well, let man. Let me see if I can. Oh, my dad would love this because he's, like, big into, like, I'm not, I'm more into art and, and music. I'm not a sports guy. But if we had, like, a, the, a major league basketball team, I could get my dad to move here. Oh. So that would be good. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah. I think that's probably the last major uh, or professional team because i think we'll get a baseball team within the next 10 years i and then and then nba if we could once once memphis realizes (laughs) memphis will realize oh we don't want the grizzlies anymore and justin timberlake's gonna bring it here uh i don't know i feel like we'll have to have like we're gonna have a new team i think the grizzlies are pretty set in memphis 
you never know. Never know. Never know. Yeah, no, uh, that would be cool. So, yeah, amusement park is my top answer, but secondary, I would say a basketball team. That'd be awesome. Awesome. That's that's really cool. We we could. I think Nashville could handle all the sports. I think it'd be so much fun. Um, and, and just provide us with more traffic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what we want. So, <laughs> yeah, more traffic. Uh, okay, so go ahead and drop your social medias uh, again, so people can can follow you. Uh, all of my social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are all I am Decree. I A M D A C H R I. So awesome. find me there. There you go. I appreciate you having in, in uh, having you in studio and. Thank you guys this for having is, me. This, is a this ton has of been fun. great. Yeah. Best of luck on the mis- the mixtape uh, release and everything like that. Appreciate that. So uh, let's let's go out with Heartbreak Affair uh, here in a second. What's the story behind this song? Um, so uh, it's funny because uh, the the title of the record is uh, the the boy they left behind, and I have a lot of like uh, breakup songs or sad songs, but they're very energetic and, and vibey. Just because you're getting broken up with or breaking up with somebody, it doesn't have to be a sad song. So this is kind of a flip on that. And uh, I wrote it with some guys, uh, Chris and Gavin from Handmade Nashville, and it was just it was just a ride the entire time. So I'm super excited for people to hear this one. Awesome. Very looking forward to this. Uh, thank you again for for being here. This was very fun. So uh, here is Decree with his new song, Heartbreak Affair. Don't. 